My name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, we're going to talk about a question I get asked a lot, which is, can your attachment style change after a toxic relationship in your adult life? So this is a question that people ask because we talk a lot about attachment theory and how it, it has its roots in childhood, right? Our attachment style develops in our early childhood and then can sort of shift and pivot over time based on the things we're repeatedly exposed to and the relationships that we have. But we don't talk about like, can our attachment style become, for example, fearful avoidant after a toxic relationship in adult life? And the answer is yes. And I'm also going to tell you what to do about this. So we're not born with our attachment style, just to be clear. Um, we can have certain, certain genetic predispositions towards certain things. We can have certain in utero experiences that tend to affect us, but literally our attachment style research shows tends to initially develop between the ages of zero to two years old. And then that attachment style can change a little bit over time because the subconscious mind is being programmed. The subconscious mind is, is programmed through repetition plus emotion. So whatever we're repeatedly exposed to is likely to create a set of imprints, especially when those repeated exposures elicit an emotional response. So for example, if you're a child and you grow up in a home where somebody constantly says you're not good enough and it makes you feel bad, that's really imprinting your subconscious mind over time, right? So. The, the message here is that your attachment style can change both in positive ways, because if we have an, if we have a fearful avoidant attachment style, and then we have access to specific reprogramming tools that target the subconscious mind specifically, then we can actually reprogram our attachment style to become more secure. But on the flip side of that, if we are fairly healthy and then we get into a really toxic relationship in our adult lives, and we're in that relationship for let's say 10 years, then that can create a, a, an insecurely attached style after whatever was showing up for you in that relationship. So yes, toxic relationships can alter your attachment style. Our child is, it is not the only source of our attachment style in general. Now, there are a few key focuses that we wanna work within if we're trying to reprogram our attachment style from insecure to secure. Based on your attachment style, there will be specific ways to focus on these key elements, but I'm going to share with you what they are. And if you want to do a much deeper dive into reprogramming your attachment style, I literally have a course for all three insecurely attached styles and how to reprogram by going much more deeply into these major components, specific reprogramming activities, tools, and exercises all laid out in a course. It's pre-recorded along with a workbook. And you can try those out for free. Um, if you click the link in the description box below, it will give you access to all of our courses for seven days. You can check them out and get started on your journey. So the main components are number one, boundaries. We have to learn what our relationship is to boundaries, especially if we're more anxious leaning attachment cells. So anxious preoccupied or fearful avoidant, which obviously can have that very anxious side. We need to understand our needs big time. Um, you know, not just like to understand ourselves um, and, and what makes us happy and, and what fills our cups and makes us feel truly fulfilled in life, but, but also so that we can get our needs met in relationships. If we don't know our needs, how can we communicate to others? And if we're not communicating by default, we're expecting others to mind read, which is honestly a bit of a disaster in relationships because then we get all this resentment for no reason. Number three, not no reason, but we resent people when they don't meet our needs. And so if we're not saying, hey, this is my love language, or hey, this is my specific need, um, then, then we expect people to just get it. And that's a bit of a recipe for disaster because people are not mind readers as much as they may love and care for us. 
Number four, um, or sorry, number three, we need to do reprogramming around our core wounds, these core narratives we have about who we are, these core I am imprints we've unfortunately collected through painful relationships, through past experiences that hurt us, through painful imprints we received from childhood. And these are things like, I am trapped, I am out of control or powerless, I am helpless, I am unsafe, I am not good enough, I will be rejected, I will be abandoned, I am all alone in the world, I am unloved, I am unworthy, I am defective or something's wrong with me. You know, there's so many, there's 18 major ones. Um, I'm not gonna go through every single one, but these core stories we have that dictate what we believe about ourselves at a subconscious level. And those will be the exact things that we put meaning on relative to situations we're in that make us feel uncomfortable. So if our boss doesn't give us approval in our work meeting, we may say, I'm unsafe, I'm gonna lose my job. And, and we, the mind goes right to whatever our previously stored imprints are from painful past experiences that have not yet been reprogrammed and resolved. And a lot of the times that's not the case, like your boss was just busy. And, and, and so we can work ourselves up over something and create a lot of distress within ourselves um, because we're so quick, the mind is so quick put those stories onto things. Um, also checking in with our internal dialogue, learning to be more kind and compassionate in the relationship to ourselves, especially around when we make mistakes. Like, can you love, if you're expecting unconditional love from somebody else, can you love yourself when you're not having a good day? Can you love yourself when you messed everything up? If you expect that from other people, we have to be able to give that in the relationship to ourselves. And then also reprogramming our, our um, relationship to our own emotions and reprogramming whatever unhealthy expectations we have from ourselves or from others. So those are major components to focus in on. Again, if you wanna do a deeper dive and how that relates to each attachment style, check that out in the description box below um, for a free trial to, to a course. Um, and you know, if anybody's going through a dynamic where they're coming out of being securely attached and got into a toxic relationship, their attachment style changed, do not be unkind to yourself. Don't blame yourself. Don't fault yourself. Just understand like there, there's some healing to do. There's some self-loving to do. You can do it. Um, it doesn't make you weak or bad or anything like that, that, that this has happened to you. And it's a very unfortunate situation, but you can also pick yourself back up from it. You can work through it. So that person, whoever it was that left some painful imprints, you know, you can go back into the, the sort of landscape of your subconscious mind and pluck any weeds out that they left there for you. And you have the capacity to change at any point in time. So hopefully that all makes sense. Thank you so much for watching and for being here. Please like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. And I will see you in the next video.